And now, a presentation on the Mental Health News Radio Network. The Outer Limits of Inner Truth Radio Show. Ryan, that is a freaking awesome question. Yeah, great question. You are the power. And you do not need anybody's permission. Great question. You're, you're a great interviewer. You're one of the best. That is literally a brilliant question. If this is the best God can do, I am not impressed. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Outer Limits of Inner Truth Radio Show. OuterLimitsRadio.com. I'm your host, Ryan. Tonight, we have an herbal pharmacist. And before we begin tonight's program, I just want to tell you that I spent the last four days in New York. I love that place so much some people say ah new york it's all crazy it's negative it's stressful i'm like well i thrive on that chaos and that insanity and that energy and when i speak in new york i can speak at my normal sounding voice because when i come down south or i speak anywhere else people are like why don't you slow it down a little bit so we can hear you you speak so damn fast yes because that's how people in new york speak well (laughs) anyway one of the events I attended was this national broadcaster conference. It had the presidents of several radio stations and national syndicated radio hosts. People like Sean Hannity, Tom Hartman, even Brian Kilmeade showed up. So at this convention, you had a concentrated level of maybe 150, 200 people that were all talking to you about what's going on in the industry. And it was just so fascinating. Because I could sit down and talk to all these successful hosts and learn from them. I even have a call next week with legendary uh, radio host, Cousin Brucey. I'm really excited about that. But one thing I can tell you is that about 90%, maybe 95% of the hosts that are there were conservative. And very small percentage were, were on the left side. But I didn't find, I mean, there was one person who was libertarian. But no one... There was even remotely talking about the economic collapse or some of the stuff that we were talking about. So I know that whatever uh, topics and things that we are doing, we are kind of uh, doing it on our own. We have friends and allies, but I know that uh, we're definitely the show is definitely going in a different direction than uh, the mainstream is. So I just want to bring that to your attention. And let us begin tonight's program with our featured guest, the herbal pharmacist. Joining us now is David Foreman. He is the herbal pharmacist. You can learn more about him by going to his website at herbalpharmacist.com. Mr. Foreman, welcome to the program. Thank you for being with us. Oh, thanks a lot, Ryan, for having me. I appreciate it. Awesome, Dave. Well, most people, they get sick. And what's the first thing the doctor wants to do? He says, oh, you know what? Here's Big Pharma. Let's Big Pharma put you on 15, 20 of our pills. But there may be another solution. So what is the herbal pharmacist? What do you do and what are some of the... I guess, alternatives to being hooked on Big Pharma's pipeline? <laughs> well, my original background, uh, i.e. the herbal pharmacist, is uh, I'm a pharmacist originally. Uh, went to college at the University of South Carolina. Actually owned a drugstore for nine years, did real well, sold it. Um, and during that time frame, just got more into the you know, the natural medicine approach. And um, you know, now I spend all my time just helping teach people that um, like you just said, big pharma doesn't necessarily always need to be used. Um, you know, there, there's so many awesome solutions that are natural, don't cost a lot, 
Um, most are just lifestyle changes uh, to, you know, improve your overall health. You know, I think one of my favorite, like, examples is, you know, in, in modern medicine, if you go in, into the doctor and you have high blood pressure, they write you a prescription for high blood pressure medicine, you know, and send you out the door. Where in my approach, uh, and granted, if I have high blood pressure, I might, I'm going to need a medication until I fix what really is causing the problem. And that's where modern medicine usually doesn't do a good job. In that, so like for high you know, blood pressure, I, what's a natural way? What's a natural herb for that? So, well, so, well, one of my favorites is an herb called Hawthorne. Um, but here's the thing. So I'll give you, I'll use myself as an example. When I was in my 30s and oh, my pharmacy, I came home one Christmas, wasn't feeling well, took my own blood pressure, and it was really high. And, you know, I worked out, I ate right. I mean, I did all the things that were, you know, that I, I would normally look at. Um, but one thing that most people don't look at is like, hey, you know what? I had a super freak busy pharmacy and I had stress. I had a three month old at the time. And, um, you know, so for me, like the way most of the time in modern medicine, we give a drug, you know, a chemical entity to quote, you know, fix, fix X, Y, Z condition, but we don't ever do something proactive so that maybe down the road, you don't need that medication anymore. And, um, and so, yeah, I just mentioned Hawthorne for everybody listening right now that has high blood pressure, just don't go out and run around and take that. It does interact with other things. And the other thing is, it's not really the cure for what's wrong, going on. If you're overweight, you need to lose weight. If you're eating too much salt, you need to get rid of salt from your diet. You know, if you're really stressed out, you know, you need to take care of that. There's, so you can't just run out necessarily and buy an herb and, and it's a cool fix your deal because you're now just treating an herb like a drug to me. It's you know, funny like you, you got to dig the... It's funny you say Hawthorne because I actually Sorry. started listening to Dr. Steven Sinatra and I love his stuff and I, I bought Hawthorne. I got that and... And he actually said to go out and buy mag. <laughs> yeah, he said get get off that. And then I got uh, magnesium too. I mean, are there are there certain types of herbs and supplements that everyone should take that would have uh, a positive impact on, across the board for your health? Yeah, for sure. I actually, um, I'm one of these people that I like to keep things really foundational, easy, that kind of stuff. And for general health, I think regardless of age, from like we're talking infant all the way up to you know great 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 grandmother. Um, I, I believe everybody should take a multivitamin for who you are, meaning I'm a guy, I should take a man's vitamin, you know, and if you can get more specific based on age, that's cool. Go that way. So multivitamin, um, I believe you should take omega threes. Uh, I take krill oil, which is my form of omega three that I consume. Um, I believe everybody should take a probiotic. Those are friendly bacteria that help with digestion and a whole bunch of other things. And then I believe uh, you should take a, an antioxidant supplement of some sort. For me, you know, I drink green tea, I, I take turmeric, I use a lot of spices in my cooking, try to eat colorful fruits and vegetables. But those are the, the four things I, I think we should all take just as that foundation to build on it. Are any of those things going to like treat something that's wrong with you? Probably not. Are they going to prevent something? Probably will. <laughs> so that's kind of my approach. Awesome. I, I'm a huge fan of vitamin C and ginger. I've been taking it for a long time and ginger i seem to since i started taking ginger i really don't get sick at all if ever yeah yeah ginger is it's funny that I, I would consider ginger one of those like superfoods you know and uh you know a lot of people maybe don't like the flavor of it because it's kind of spicy so if you're not going to eat it or whatever you know you, you can easily find it in capsule form that's what most people probably do anyway um but yeah ginger is a really a, 
it's good for like joint health and digestion and half the stuff that we all have problems with, you know, like it's a good thing. So it's kind of cool to hear you're, you're taking that. Thank you. And a lot of people are concerned about radiation. I mean, they have this idea, okay, we're going to put 5G towers. Or, oh, 5G. And, like, there's a lot of health concerns about that. And I'm just not only concerned about 5G, but the amount of cell phone radiation that's out there. Is there anything that we can be taking that would protect our bodies or lessen the impact of the excessive amount of Wi-Fi and cell phone radiation? floating around us you know i just I, I i no pun intended i just got goosebumps and i'll tell you why like earlier today i had a call with someone in england and that was what she brought up and i was like well actually there's a supplement i'd recommend she's like i've never heard of like are you kidding me and i'm there's a uh an ingredient called wellmune w-e-l-l-m-u-n-e and they actually have studies on people that were overexposed to radiation and how it helped their bodies so yeah actually uh um, it's a trade name product it's actually um it's actually a yeast beta glucan uh, but yeah well mean is what you would like google search and um yeah that's like my favorite thing for that awesome let's take it i tried to do this thing when i got a headache some years ago and they said well you know you have to just just put canine pepper near your nose so i did and my nose my whole face went on fire so i needed aspirin (laughs) (laughs) Oh so my god! Like, you know oh what? my god! I, 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 you know, dude, I'm telling you what I've had people say. Oh yeah, man, I snorted that. I'm like, you did what? It's, no, you know, it's, it's I mean, terrible. It, it's really the worst thing. So, oh and yeah, there, and there things yeah. that you can do because uh, every time uh, I, I'm in pain, I was like, just take ibuprofen, and I always look up the heart attack risks associated with ibuprofen. I go, I'm scared of it. I don't like to take any type of a pain medicine like that. So, what can you take um, that? would be a natural way of alleviating a headache or alleviating some major like to, to, be, pain. to be honest with you, yeah so to be honest with you i usually have people drink about 12 ounces of water okay and wait wow. and wait about 45 minutes um usually the majority of people that like have headaches if they're not tension related or whatever a lot of us are dehydrated because we you know we don't drink enough fluids to begin with and the fluids we drink probably aren't good for us so i usually just go there and then actually um if you could buy um, peppermint oil and, and you know, like those uh, um, uh, um, aromatherapy type things, those peppermint oil, and you take a little drop on your fingertip and, and you rub that into your temple, like where your temple would be, um, people have a lot of success. Uh, it, it tends to dilate the veins in that area, which will relieve the, the headache that people are having. So. That's not even a pill, man. And you smell good, too. <laughs> so great. Now, you mentioned before that you said at one point you were under very, a lot of stress and you feel that stress you know, has direct impact in your heart. But if we were going to focus specifically on your heart health, optimizing your heart health, what are some of the supplements, natural supplements, that would be good for that? Well, uh, there's two. And actually, we already talked about one. The In, in uh, Chinese medicine, especially uh, in India, they use things called tonics. And they're sort of a nourishing, strengthening, uh, balancing uh, is how we'd probably describe them. And hawthorn is the one plant on the earth that I would call a, um, a cardiovascular heart tonic. So it could be taken in it. What it's going to do is it's going to um, help with the strength of your heart. Um, it doesn't lower – if you have already have low blood pressure, uh, it's not going to lower it anymore. It's just going to make your system stronger. And then I love omega-3s primarily from marine source, meaning like fish oil, krill oil. Um, those those are the, you know, mega heart healthy. And then if you could eat, you know, eat or take a garlic supplement, that's another really 
Um, uh, gar- garlic's one of those like top five herbs, you know, it's kind of, it, it, you know, it's great for your immune system. It's great for your heart. It's great for, you know, lots of different things. That's really awesome. You know, I had this situation, I don't know if you've ever come across this or if somebody you know, but I've taken the omega-3s, the vitamin C's, and the ginger. I've taken them all at once. And after I've taken it, I've gotten like a massive anxiety attack because I think there's just so much happening at once. So if you are going to, let's say, optimize your health and optimize the efficiency of all these things that you're taking without having any of them cancel each other out, what would you recommend a cycle to take? Yeah, so so normally, you know, like, so for me, I don't have that reaction. So for me, knowing knowing what I know, um, the majority of my supplements, I will actually take at one time. Um, there are there there are definitely you know some things you don't want to take. Like some some supplements will say you know only take with meals, and others will say don't take with meals. Um, generally speaking, though, I look at at supplements as I call them, you know, nutritional supplements. So think about when your body gets its nutrients or where they normally come from as food. So generally speaking, I'll have people divide their stuff up among their meals during the day or, you know, snack time. Um, and that'll usually cut down on, um, you know, any digestive upset or, you know, just some, you know, sometimes people like if they just take fish oil, they burp it up. Well, if you take it during a meal, you're less likely to do that, those kinds of things. So for me, I treat, treat supplements primarily as, uh, you know, nutrient. So you get your nutrients from food, keep that, you know, kind of wrap your head around that one. So try to take them with a meal or a snack. And that's really the best, unless it says otherwise on a label. And that there, there's some random examples of that, but you know, I don't want people to bang their head into the wall where they're listening to your program right now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think they will. I, think I can, find... I can hear the, I can hear the thud now and then oh, the bad words that follow it, right? They're, probably, well, they're, they're curious. People in our audience, I'd say they're, they're very curious and, to form and what they do is that they, they'll send me emails and questions about certain people so they're they're challenging to me so i love our listeners cool no i i'll tell you i encourage people to reach out to me and try to you know challenge me i you know if i don't know the answer i'm not one of these guys just gonna make up some random you know willy-nilly answer i'm gonna like tell you tell you i don't know and i'll go well, let me look it up let me find out for you so that's cool that's yeah. good you have a loyal loyal, loyal following they're awesome sure. they're really awesome they say they're, fun, they're people they're all contributing so a couple months ago i had an i would call it um an argument slash discussion with my wife where i, I was saw <laughs> some ad which you know it's like and it said oh well the reason why you may be obese is because you may have bad gut bacteria and i told my wife i said well, you know sweetie i may have bad gut bacteria she's like no it's because of all the donuts you eat i'm like uh, maybe that's probably the case so <laughs> is that really true no. could, you, could you have some bad bacteria in your stomach that is causing you yeah. to, to have an excessive amount of, of you know, 50, 60 pounds? By yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, last year I spoke in Geneva and in Singapore on obesity. And one of the things I talked about was gut bacteria. And um, there's actually been some really cool studies done now on, you know, the improper balance of the wrong or right ones and what would, you know, that can lead to you, you know, gaining weight. Um, in your case, maybe if you're a donut dude, then maybe that means you got sugar stuff going on. So maybe, you know, maybe it's the bacteria that are making you or lack thereof that are making you want to eat that stuff. Yeah, Kind of crazy, huh? Yeah, I think it's because I'm vegan and I I get certain cravings. For, I just get, I always get a craving for hummus. I don't know why. Is it anything that, I mean, for people out there who are vegetarian, vegan, 
Are there any particular challenges that they have or supplements that they should be taking more than the average person who consumes meat or fish? Yeah, actually, um, it's interesting because I, I've been uh, traveling the country doing, um, uh, well, traveling for TV, but um, doing a lot of radio interviews on a on a topic that's um, age-related uh, muscle loss and, you know, kind of all the stuff that goes behind it. And one of the things that, you know, we I'm addressing in these segments is that most people, even like especially vegans, you're um, you're not getting enough protein in some cases, and or you're getting what I call an incomplete protein if you're not careful. Um, so yeah, vegan, even vegetarian, depending on like how you know dramatic they are on it, um, you may be missing out on the key uh, you know like essential amino acids. So like for me with that, with relation to this age related muscle decline, which I'm in my fifties. So I'm, I'm like the poster child for it. I actually take a product every morning called, called rejuvenate. It's a patented blend of essential amino acids. Again, especially vegans, there's a good chance your ratios are all screwed up and there's really no way for you to figure out if they are. So for me, um, I take rejuvenate every day because it's the right blend of these essential amino acids in the case of like uh, the age related muscle decline and muscle health, this is like my favorite thing for that topic. Um, but with answering your question more specifically on, you know, vegans and vegetarians. Um, yeah. You got to be careful of like B vitamins and things that normally we might get out of a, out of a animal protein, you know, whether it's beef, pork, chicken, fish, whatever, I don't care. Um, you might not be getting all those essential amino acids. So making sure that, you know, supplementing with something like rejuvenate would be a good idea. Dave Foreman, the herbal pharmacist. I want to thank you so much for being with us today. Can learn about Dave by going to his website at herbalpharmacist.com. There's so much information on Dave's site. I mean, you get all these great blogs, simple steps for achieving your goals, holiday eating, don't let your food be your medicine. <laughs> You're on, you my, some, you're on my website. That's right. You've got a lot of <laughs> lot of great information. And I'm um, thankful you that you shared it thank with you. us today. Dave, thank you so much for being Thanks a lot. Thanks, Ryan. Have a good thanks. Keep up the good work, man. Yeah. Okay, everyone. That concludes today's edition of the Outer Limits of Inner Truth. Special thanks to our great guest, Mr. Dave Foreman. And special thanks as always to our virtues, Ms. Carrie O'Connor, Ms. Lisa Caza, and Ms. Casas to learn more about the Outer Limits of Any Truth, please go to our website at OuterLimitsRadio.com. Until the next time we meet, my friends, I wish upon you an abundance of peace, love, and beers. Take good care. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>